Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Kara. And we are... Fridays. Forever. Thanks for joining us. All right, welcome to the podcast. I'm Mike, and to my left is Karen, my wife, for 36 years now. Yes, that's right. And we're going to uh, share a couple of uh, recent adventures that we uh, have been on together on our Friday's Forever Adventures uh, YouTube page, and um, also a journey to hope. Uh, we hope you stick around for that in just a couple of minutes, because... Um, we're going to be talking about the article that Karen wrote today titled, How to Take Ownership of My Response. Now, many times in my life, I haven't really wanted to take any kind of ownership in my response. How about you? Yeah, everybody deals with that. I think we all need help with this area, Mike. Yeah, so we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But first off, we wanted to talk about um, a recent uh, visit that we Went down to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which we do a lot. We don't live too far away. And um, w- boy, was it busy. Very busy and very hot. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's like bumper to bumper, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. And even even on a weekday, it's still pretty busy there in the Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area. We're finding, um, fortunately, we kind of go to dinner at strange hours just for the main reason because we don't want to stand in lines right right and so we do uh, get get in and out of places pretty easily for the most part and you know we know a lot of the shortcuts around gatlinburg and pigeon forge and we can kind of cut some of those things down but um still got to get in there pay for parking and nothing like doing one of our favorite things in gatlinburg and that's just walking down the streets isn't it Mm mm-hmm and this particular adventure, we got to meet um, several subscribers, and so that was neat. Yes, it was. They were from uh, Indiana, I believe. Mm-hmm. They reached yes. out to us and okay. said, we're in town, we're in the area, and they met us on this strip there on the parkway, and we got to talk to them for a little while. Yeah, we met right out in front of Kilwins, which if you haven't visited Kilwins on the strip, it's right beside the Carmel Corn Place. That's two of our favorite places in Kellenberg, mm-hmm. along with Fanny Farkles, and we love their um, corn dog there, don't we? The uh-huh, or- ogle, ogle dog. dog. Yeah. The corn dog's the ogle dog, yeah. So 36 years ago, we had an ogle dog together on our honeymoon, didn't we? Yes. And uh, so we every year, we have to try it and have it at least one time, but it is a great corn dog. We always enjoy an ogle dog there from Fanny Farkles. And our and caramel corn. But, hey, Mike, you found a new favorite at Kilwins, right? Yeah. I, you know, um, it so like we said, so hot this day. And I'm, we're walking in there, and we're just kind of looking around and taking some videos, showing people all the different candies and stuff. And one of my weaknesses is chocolate-covered strawberries, good milk chocolate and good mm-hmm. strawberries. You love them, yeah. And so we bought a couple of those, and I'm telling you, on a hot, busy day, they were so refreshing and so good. And then I turned around, looked back in the store, and you're paying for something. What was it? Yes, I got ice cream. They have 40 flavors of ice cream in Kilwins, and I got rum raisin, which I haven't had in years, and it was really good. 
Yeah, you seem to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And we went in and out of some, a lot of the, the little shops there and showed some different uh, things that we enjoy doing. So if you want to check that out, that's over at Fridays Forever on um, YouTube. And uh, then after Gatlinburg, we also did a little trip and took a little journey, Karen, um, from a, Newfound Gap. A road trip. A road trip <laughs> adventure. Uh, from Newfound Gap, which is kind of the top of the mountain there. Between Gallenberg and Cherokee, near Klingman's Dome, just a beautiful place up there if you haven't uh, visited. Um, you want to take your family or your spouse and, and go up there and, and visit that area. But many people have asked us uh, in comments and things, you know, what's the road like from Gallenberg to Newfound Gap? So we thought, well, we'll just record a lot of it from Newfound Gap back to Gallenberg, which was kind of the same thing, right? Right. And it's a beautiful drive, and we got to show everybody, you know, just the curves. And there was a couple places, one in particular, Mike, wasn't it, where the angle of the curve was crazy. Yeah. Very was, sharp. Yeah. Goes back around. Well, the, I think the one you're uh, talking about may be where it makes a complete circle. Mm-hmm. The road actually makes a complete circle. You go all the way around and, and go back under the road that you just went over. It's a very, very interesting uh, part. It's uh, just a big loop there. That's but, true. But and there's so, lots of tunnels. Yeah, several tunnels through. and lots of pull-offs, right, where mm-hmm. you can stop and you can have a, a picnic at the chimney tops area or really anywhere down through there. Just a, a wonderful place to – or several places, I should say, where you can stop and uh, have a snack. You always want to travel with some snacks and some drinks in the cooler if you can and – we like to travel a lot of times with our uh, grill, griddle in the back, don't we? Mm-hmm. Our Blackstone small little griddle. And a lot of times we'll have something that we can throw on there and, and make a quick meal if we want to. But you can pack sandwiches or whatever it may be. And so we highly recommend that little journey from Newfound Gap down to Gatlinburg. And if you're coming down the mountain, it's um, you, right before you get to Gatlinburg, you'll come see the Sugarlands Visitor Center there on the left. And you would turn left to go to Cades Cove. And then you see the bypass where you can bypass around Gatlinburg if you want to go on to Pigeon Forge. But we stopped there somewhere around the Great Smoky Mountains National Park sign and walked down to the creek, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Just pretty to listen. Beauty, pretty scenery and then just to listen to the creek, kind of bubbling past the rocks. And just a pretty drive. Just a, just a pretty adventure. Yeah, so if you want to escape the traffic uh, somewhat, we definitely recommend that you make that journey up. And not only Newfound Gap, come you're just on across the mountain of Cherokee and Maggie Valley, there's so much to see on the other side, the North Carolina side of the Smokies. Now, actually, at Newfound Gap, in our video, I thought it was interesting, they have a sign that shows that you're in North Carolina when you stand here and Tennessee when you stand here. So Newfound Gap actually sits right on the state line doesn't it mm-hmm. and you can straddle it and say hey i'm in two states at one time i'm in north carolina no you're not you're in tennessee you're actually in both right? right at the same time at the same time so that's a just a few of our adventures we hope that you'll check those out on youtube Hey, we'd love for you to be able to um, find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. 
And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page. We post pictures and a lot of other things, and we can talk back and forth. It's a good place to contact us through Messenger. And our email address is Fridays Forever, the number two, at gmail.com. Our mailing address is Fridays Forever, P.O. Box 9024, Gray, Tennessee, 37615. Okay, Miss Karen, it's time for our Journey to Hope section of the podcast. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Beautiful article that you have written and posted here today at KarenGirlFriday.com. That's where you can go to and see all of her writings. And um, We're going to talk about it a little bit, though, okay? Yes. Let's, let's jump in. Let's jump right in there. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we're talking about how to take ownership of our responses. You know, while I... We can't control the response of other people. Karen says in this article that there are ways to take ownership of how we respond, right? Right. And sometimes that's hard for us, though. I mean, like whether it's our spouse or our children or our extended family, our friends, we often respond in either inappropriate ways or at the inappropriate time. That seems to be mine. How Mm -hmm. about you? Yes, that's, that's a hard one. Because you know that saying, Mike, open mouth, insert foot. Yes. (laughs) And I've put my foot in my mouth a few times. Have you? I sure have. Because we all have times. We let our mouths run ahead of us. So it might be that we think we have to say the first thing that pops into our head in a situation or conversation, or we assume we're right (laughs) and the other person is clearly wrong. But we can't physically see or determine, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. There can and usually are underlying issues that contribute to the other person's words and and responses to us. We, we can't see those unseen forces that are going on. Maybe they've had a bad day. Maybe there's other things on their mind and we're getting the brunt of it. Maybe not. Maybe it's just the way they wanted to converse with us yeah i i always try to give people the benefit of the doubt too i know um we encounter that uh, quite often whether it's whether at a restaurant eating and you know your waiter or waitress and a lot of times i think maybe it's just they're having a bad day mm-hmm. uh yes and we have to be careful or wherever we're at out shopping or being with people you don't know what they've been through you don't know what's going on what has been going on in their lives, right? Right. Sometimes we just want to jump the gun and say, they're so rude, or they're not very friendly. And that may be how they're, they are all the time. It may be their personality, but we have to just remember that it could be something else. Absolutely. 
So let's unpack that. Karen, you've got three ways here that we can take ownership on how we respond. And uh, the first one is this. Realize I can never control the responses of others. I only control my response through help from the Holy Spirit because I can't do it in my own power. Okay? It has Mm -hmm. to be Christ living through me because Lord knows I'm not going to respond in a way that's going to bring glory (laughs) to him for sure, right? Right. And we all say, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to do better in my responses and reactions. I'm, I'm going to try to do better. But that's the problem is we're trying on our own power and strength. So we really will never control other people's words or responses. We can only have some control, Mike, of how we respond. And we really possess the power to control our good and godly response when we're walking in the Spirit. Yeah, I know. In Galatians 5, uh, Apostle Paul, he discusses our freedom in Christ. And I think he did a good job when you, when you were talk, talking about this. And we've talked about this many times. I've actually preached on it. But while this freedom is for me and for you, it's freedom we maintain. And then you ask the question, well, how? By living in the Spirit, growing in the fruit of the Spirit, and walking in the Spirit. What do you mean? Yeah, so in Galatians 5, the Apostle Paul discusses all those. He discusses the flesh versus the Spirit. And he says, we we live by the Spirit. We walk in the Spirit. And he mentions in Galatians 5, 22, the fruit of the Spirit. You know, peace, joy, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And so the the Holy Spirit is the number one way we we really take ownership of how we respond in any situation. And the sooner we realize this truth, the sooner we let go of the control of trying to control other people and their words and responses because guess what it's never ever that's right going to happen so that's number one realize i can never control the responses of others i can only control my response through help from the holy spirit right mm-hmm. and then number two karen remember to pray for wisdom insight and discernment in my response so praying for how we respond to others is a powerful tool to add to our spiritual warfare tool belt. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the question then is, well, why? Because the enemy loves to use our little knee-jerk responses to tear down another person or make even the situation worse, Karen. Right. I've been there for sure where I just had some knee-jerk response and became defensive or lashed back out, and the situation just escalated to to a worse place than before. So instead of regret over a knee-jerk response, the best response is to get on our knees and pray. And not only can we add this prayer to our daily prayer time, probably heard this the saying or the phrase go into your prayer closet some people actually have a real physical prayer closet other people just pray sitting in a chair or throughout the day and in their vehicle or at work or during the morning worship and time reading god's word or devotions but we can also pray a silent prayer to the lord in that very moment that things are 
kind of out of control or maybe going out of control. So we pray right there and then in a situation, because there's nothing wrong with pausing, Mike. Mm. There's nothing wrong with pausing and have a little bit of silence between you and the other person and asking the Lord silently in our heart, Lord, give me wisdom and what to say. Give me insight for this situation and discernment to respond or remain quiet because sometimes we forget or we don't realize that no response is a response. Absolutely No is. response is a response in and of itself, but it needs to be appropriate for the circumstances and not just make the other person angry. Yeah. So remember to pray for wisdom, insight, and discernment in my response. That was number two. Now, number three, Karen, is react with the love and kindness of Jesus in me. I love uh, the Proverbs 15.1. You know, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And I just think this is so hard. People ask me a lot of times, well, I don't know about being a Christian. It's too hard to be a Christian. I'm like, yeah, you're exactly right. It's impossible to live a perfect life. It is Christ in us that enables us to get through this journey to hope, isn't it? It that, is. That we can make it on to heaven and spend eternity with him. We are walking around in flesh suits here on this earth. We're, we're empowered by the Holy Spirit, and we have the, the Word of God to teach us and to lead us and to guide us. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to react with the love and kindness of Jesus Christ. In me. And that that key word there is in, uh, in. <laughs> Just a small little word. Not on. We can't. Right. Yeah, yeah. But Jesus in us. Because is, it starts in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Everything starts in our hearts. In, right? In right. our hearts. Not on our hearts. In our hearts. In our hearts. And so, again, besides the power of the Holy Spirit living in us and walking in the Spirit, the kindness and love of Jesus in us will help us react in the right way. Mike, you and I have talked about Proverbs 15.1 a lot over the years. And I remember a point in time when I decided to commit it to memory. Um, and it holds true in my life. By example, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So if you take that first phrase, a gentle answer turns away wrath, Well, that's held true in my life and still does today when I remember to give a gentle answer to a sharp tone comment by a family member or friend. It often softens the other person's heart because I gently answered back and it calmed them. Mm. And then the last phrase, but a harsh word, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So in the same way, when I snap back out of anger, my harsh response will only escalate the other person, me, and the entire issue. Yeah, and you better give a little word of caution here. Yes, there's a little word of caution because once I memorized it, I started making the mistake of pointing out (laughs) the scripture to somebody when they responded with a harsh word to me. And um, that's not biblical. Don't quote scripture at me. <laughs> yeah, don't quote. Don't hit beat me over the head with the Bible. People yeah. say, 
Because that response is just clearly not biblical, Mike. Um, it just stirs up more anger when we're trying to use Scripture to discipline, especially discipline people that are close to us. Yeah. They just won't take it from us, and it's not our job. It's not our job to do that. No, we need to learn to trust God. He does the changing in you and me and everyone. So if you're struggling right now listening to this podcast and you're wondering, are things going to change, would you just ask God? And would you ask God to help you to understand that you can only be responsible for how you react to whatever's going on in your life right now? Anything else, Karen, as we finish up this podcast? No, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much. We are Fridays. Forever. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. See you next time.